You're listening to the Rocky Mountain Review on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins for Thursday, January 26th. I'm Portia Cook, your news director. And I'm Karen McKinley, your assistant news director. And we are the voices behind the Rocky Mountain Review news broadcast that airs every Tuesday and Thursday from 4 to 5 p.m. We here at the Rocky Mountain Review strive to give you the most up-to-date, unbiased, and factual news. On today's show, you will hear more about Colorado State University's Clark Building renovations and campus news with Lee Zimpel. And those in need may have the ability to receive assistance with utility costs. This and more with me in local news. Later in the show, stay tuned for an episode of the Weekly Gems Countdown with Bridget and Bailey as they cover KCSU music charts for the week. And with that, let's move right into campus news. My name is Lee Zimpel, and these are some of your campus news updates. The Clark Building on campus is commonly joked about by both students and staff because of how eerily old it is, but all that criticism can actually help shape the building's future. According to CSU Source News, Clark is the most heavily used academic building on campus, with 99% of students having at least one class inside it. The team behind the renovation spent Tuesday on campus speaking with students about what they like and don't like about Clark now, and also what would make the building better in the future. CSU project manager Tony Flores said that students will be the most impacted by the renovation, so it only makes sense for them to have a say in the plans for improving it. The schematics for the building are still in development, but student feedback on the current state of the building is one step closer to the long-awaited end goal of a better Clark. The revamping and extension will be a huge one over a long period of time, costing up to an estimated $135 million. With funding from the U.S. Department of Education, CSU has relaunched a program that aims to increase diversity in Ph.D. programs. For the next five years, CSU will get about $262,000 a year to run the McNair Scholars Program, which will support qualifying undergraduates who are looking to pursue doctorates. The program hasn't run in years at CSU, but it'll be making its comeback on February 17th. Students who are people of color or first-generation and low-income can apply now. The McNair program will support 25 students at a time for up to 10 years as they earn their doctoral degrees, providing a variety of resources and aid. The original story, as well as an in-depth look into the experiences of those impacted by the program, is on CSU Source News. Thank you for listening to this round of Campus News Updates. I'm Lee Zimpel. Up next, find out what's going on in local news with Portia Cook. In local news, a City of Fort Collins employee was killed Tuesday night after being hit by a transport bus at the bus station's maintenance and fueling facility. According to a City of Fort Collins press release on January 24th, police were notified of the bus versus pedestrian crash just after 7 o'clock p.m. Upon arrival to the scene, police located an adult male with life-threatening injuries resulting from the collision. The man was transported to an aerial hospital where he was then pronounced deceased. Further investigation into the collision revealed the bus was out of service and being driven back to the bus facility by a maintenance employee when it struck the city employee who also worked at the bus facility. The employee was crossing the tarmac when the collision occurred. The driver was not injured in the collision and impairment is not to be suspected at this time. In a statement to the city of Fort Collins, city manager Kelly DiMartino said, quote, We are devastated over the tragic incident and the loss of our valued colleague. She went on to say, quote, Our hearts are with all who were involved and impacted by this awful event, and we are working to support family, friends, and our fellow co-workers, end quote. Due to the severity of the collision, the Fort Collins Police, Collision Reconstruction, and Scene Handling Team responded to the scene of the collision. 
The city's safety and risk management team is also conducting an investigation to assess safety concerns related to the accident. At the family's request for privacy, the names of those involved are not being released at this time. In other local news, those in need may have the ability to receive assistance with utility costs. Fort Collins Utilities has partnered with the Colorado Low Income Energy Assistance Program, or LEAP, to help you save money on your utility bill. IQAP is a reduced electric water and or wastewater rate that provides 25% off certain components of these services. You may qualify for IQAP if you received LEAP during the previous or current season and live in a household with an eligible Fort Collins Utilities electric water and or wastewater account. To enroll in the IQAP program, you would need to first apply for LEAP. A LEAP acceptance will automatically qualify you for IQAP as long as your household has an active Fort Collins utility service. LEAP applications are being accepted from November 1st, 2022 through April 30th of 2023. If you were already approved for LEAP in the previous or current season, you will be automatically enrolled in IQAP. Additional information on applying for the programs as well as tips on saving on water and electricity can be found by calling 866-432-8435 or by visiting leaphelp at goodwillcolorado.org. In other news, Fort Collins Municipal Courthouse is getting a facelift this new year. The city of Fort Collins approved an appropriation of $1.5 million for remodeling of the courthouse located off Mason Street near downtown Fort Collins. According to the Coloradoans, staff presented the plan for the remodel to the City Council Finance Committee in early December. The plan went before the council on January 17th, where it was passed unanimously in the consent agenda. The next step involves an operation services requisitions proposal for a design firm to draw up the plans. According to city documents, staff expect an offer for construction costs will be submitted in the budget process for 2025 through 2026 with hopes of beginning the construction and remodeling of the entire first floor. Last week, your KCSU news team reported on the rise of dead geese in and around the Fort Collins area. Well, according to Larimer County, avian influenza has since been detected in Larimer County and in wild and domestic birds. In response, the Larimer County Department of Health and Environment is working with CDA, the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, and other state and local partners on next steps. Highly pathogenic avian influenza can affect birds even if they are not showing any symptoms. In a flock of domestic birds, avian influenza is a fast-spreading and deadly virus with a mortality rate of more than 90% in a matter of days. While the risk of HPAI to humans is low, people can become infected. Therefore, it is recommended that people do not touch any dead or sick wild birds. For those who are bird owners, it is recommended that you protect flocks with good biosecurity practices and be vigilant in reporting signs of illness. Monitor flocks for signs of illness and, when found, report suspicious diseases or illnesses to the state veterinarian's office at 303 303- Eight six nine nine one three zero. Residents who own backyard birds should take extra precautions after any walks or hikes where they may encounter wild birds, especially waterfowl like geese and ducks. It is recommended to always clean shoes and remove any soiled materials after coming into contact with bird feces or before entering the premises where your birds are housed. Signs of HPAI in birds include sudden death without clinical signs, a lack of energy or appetite, decreased egg production, soft-shelled or misshapen eggs, 
swelling or purple discoloration of head, eyelids, comb, and hocks, nasal discharge, coughing or sneezing, and lack of coordination. I'm Portia Cook, and that's all for your local news. Up next, find out which artist is taking Taylor Swift's number one spot on the Billboard Charts Hot 100 in music events and entertainment news with me after the break. Four Cons Bike Co-op is an organization whose mission is to build community through bicycling. They provide the tools and expertise to help fix up any bike, new or old. Hours of operation are Monday, Wednesday, and Fridays, 2 to 5 p.m., and Sunday from noon to 6 p.m. For more information, check out their Facebook page, Four Collins Bike Co-op, or email info at fcbikecoop.org. Music news, there's a new number one song on the Billboard Hot 100 charts, and it isn't from Taylor Swift. Flowers by Miley Cyrus soared to the top of the charts this last week with 52.6 million streams, 70,000 digitally sold songs, and 33.5 million radio airplay impressions. Despite 15 years of hit making, this will only mark Cyrus's second time on the Hot 100 list. Cyrus made her first number one debut on the chart in 2013 with her song Wrecking Ball. SZA is keeping her number two spot on the charts Hot 100 with her song Kill Bill and dropping down to the number three spot is Taylor Swift with her song Antihero. Swift previously held the number one spot with her song Antihero for eight weeks. Now, if you're looking for ways to get better acquainted with Fort Collins and or the arts, science and culture scene, you can visit one of the many art design and discovery museums in town. Your team here at KCSU has a list of some of the top must-see museums according to local. In no particular order, we're going to start with the Fort Collins Museum of Discovery, which is an easy all-age option for those looking to experience hand-on exhibits, including a unique interactive instrument hall, virtual reality rooms, live animal encounters, and one of my favorites, the Otterbox Digital Movie Theater Dome, Colorado's only 360-degree dome with a screen standing at a whopping 39 feet tall. More information on current exhibits as well as the theater schedule can be found by visiting fcmod.org. Up next, we have the Global Village Museum of Art and Culture, one I have yet to experience, but I look forward to. Here, you can spend a few hours immersing yourself in the art and culture of indigenous people from around the world through artifacts, drawings, photography, and more. The Museum of Art Fort Collins is another local arts and culture hotspot that will keep you inspired and captivated as you walk through their rotating floor exhibits. I think that's pretty neat. 
Definitely one I'll also have to experience. And if you find yourself in a pinch for time, you can grab a slice of pizza while diving into one of the largest collections of 80s memorabilia in Colorado when you visit Totally 80s Pizza and Museum located at 2567 South Shield Street, Unit 4C. Totally 80s Pizza and Museum is a funky little joint serving up creative specialty pies amid a room full of vintage toys and unique 80s memorabilia. The weekend is almost upon us and there is plenty to do, including cosmic problems with the chonks and nub at the Lyric. According to Visit Fort Collins, if you like sweaty guitar solos, fast surf punk riffs, and some laughs, Cosmic Problems is the band for you. You can expect to hear two guitars playing a mix of lead and rhythm, a massive crunchy bass tone, and violent percussion with a healthy mix of serious and lighthearted songs. Cosmic Problems is known to blend 80s hardcore with more contemporary tones and themes. Alongside Cosmic Problems will be special guest The Chonks, coming all the way from Los Angeles, California, and Nub, a three-piece musical battalion from Colorado, blending punk, comedy, metal, and funk. Nub is here to shock the scene with its brutal euphoria. If you're looking for more things to do, you can find the most up-to-date events on the KCSU calendar at kcsufm.com. I'm Portia Cook, and that's all for your music events and entertainment news. Up next, an episode of Weekly Gems Countdown, where Bridget and Bailey take you through KCSU music charts each week to listen to what's been spinning at the station. My name is Bridget, and I'm the music director, as well as one of the hosts for the specialty show, Weekly Gems Countdown. On the show, Bailey, who's my co-host, and I go over the top 10 songs played here at KCSU each week. Not only do we play the songs to allow our listeners to get an inside look at what DJs have been spinning, we also break down each song and artist following along our article that you can find on kcsufm.com. This podcast is the highlight of the Weekly Gems Talk segment. To hear the full show and hear the songs, tune in to 90.5 on Mondays at noon or listen to our app. If you ever miss the show, you can always hear our highlights on Spotify posted on Tuesday morning. Enjoy! Oh my lord. <laughs> I don't know why that sounded that First bad. time talking today. This is KCSU's one and only charting show where we go over the top 10 most played songs in the last week. We are your host, Briggy Smalls. And DJ Lone Star. And we're going to take you from number 10 all the way down to number one on the charts this week. You can follow along with our article. Just go to kcsufm.com, click on music, and you'll see the tab Weekly Gems Countdown. And we are on air every Monday from noon to one. And now we have a special podcast which some of you might be listening to right now in the future um but yeah we're turning our little show into a podcast it's going to come out every tuesday morning so if you ever miss our show and you just want to hear us talk about music uh you can listen to us on spotify yeah for sure which is super cool um this is also our first show back from winter break yeah how was how was your break um it was good it was long i'm happy to be back in a routine that's a great answer. I love it. Thanks. How was yours? It was very the same. Yeah. Felt. Long, but great. 
Um, happy yeah. to be back. Did you miss Weekly Gems? I did miss Weekly Gems. I don't have a regular show this semester, so this is like my whole um, identity. Basically, my whole radio <laughs> identity. Yeah, but I think we have. This is we have a fun time on the no, show. We have a great time. Like on I the have show. my own show got moved to Tuesday nights, and it's like still fun. I was actually like proud of myself how yeah. I sounded by myself, but. I always feel like I sound better and just more enthusiastic on the yeah, show. Yeah, no, I agree. Because I'm just more comfortable. Yeah, so it's like, better to have, like, a bestie with you to And to I thought it was going to be the opposite. When I, like, first started, I was like, oh, it's gonna, I'm going to feel more awkward with someone in here. Yeah. But, like, I don't. Because it's just, like, Lone Star Briggy hangout time, no, basically. And people just are just mics. listening. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, anyways fun fun times we have a great charts uh thankfully over winter break there are still some djs that came in and played their own music so it's not completely out of the ordinary i would say when yeah. it comes to the charts um but we have a lot of new music and i'm very excited so you definitely should stick around we have number 10 number eight or i just skipped nine we have 10 nine and eight coming up for you next we'll be back to break it down only here on the weekly gems countdown on 90.5 kcsu fort collins enjoy yeah thanks for tuning in Woo! You are listening to KCSU's Weekly Gem Countdown, the station's one and only show playing the top 10 songs on the KCSU charts. You just heard our number eight song. That was Low by SZA off of the 2022 album SOS. And SZA, real name being Solana Imani Rowe, which I had no idea. Yeah, it's a beautiful either. name, um, is one of the most influential R&B singers right now. SZA Spotify explains that she has set herself apart with vulnerable Whoa. vulnerable and casually poetic songwriting style and a voice conveying a multitude of emotions with subtle twists and turns. She established herself with the trio spaced out EPs and collaborations with likes of Kendrick Lamar, Nicki Minaj, and Rihanna. She continued to ascend with Control, a top 10 album that resulted in five Grammy nominations, including Best New Artist. Low is the fourth track off of SZA's new album that features Travis Scott, and we get to see her rapping side. On Low, SZA literally lowers her voice and keeps it quiet while Travis Scott provides some ad-libs, which is fitting given the dark instrumental sound of the track that fits Scott's style. Wow. That was one of my favorite tracks off the album. Yeah, that's a really good song. Did you like the album? I haven't listened to it yet. <laughs> Next. I know. Uh, okay, so at number nine, we had one I think too much i get sick to my stomach by mia gladstone off the 2022 album loopy mia gladstone fearlessly challenges the norms of society making music that is as empowering as it is relatable according to out loud culture gladstones explains that ever since she can remember music has been at the forefront of her daily life and it's been her greatest joy she's always loved listening to music singing writing playing and it was just this natural evolution that her parents really empowered growing up when i think too much i get sick to my stomach is the ninth track off the sophomore album and describes remembering an old love and how awful it was i love mia gladstone i love this album yeah. cover i really didn't know like i couldn't put her name to like a face or like songs you know when you like listen yeah. to songs and you have no idea who the artist is for sure i like had a lot of songs liked by mia gladstone and then when this album came out i was like oh yeah you look that's... her up and you're like oh i have 12 like songs <laughs> yeah you're like oh that's who that is <laughs> maybe so, i'm a fan yeah so i really enjoyed this album because it made me 
like yeah. notice her. If that it's makes a good sense. one for sure. Mm-hmm. And then at number ten, we start off the show with Fleas by Yaya Yaz off the 2022 album Cool It Down. And Yaya Yaz, I always feel weird saying that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yaya Yaz um, are an alternative rock band from New York that consists of Karen O, Nick Zinner, and Brian Chase. Their fifth studio album is an eight-track uh, collection and an expert distillation of their best gifts that impel you to move and cry and listen closely and is bound to be a landmark in their career. Fleas is the fourth track off the album and was performed live for the first time at the Terragram Ballroom on May 30th, 2022. Nice. Yeah. I love the AIS. I Me too. They've been around for a very, very long time, mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah, um, they have like some, I feel, classics. Heads Will Roll. Heads Will Roll. I had no idea it was by them. So. <laughs> Such a good song. And then there's the other one that's like really notable <laughs> yeah totally no there's like a couple that are really notable yeah for but, sure um which one am i thinking of i have no idea maps oh yeah that's a great one I this think... is a great one too yeah but glad they're on the charts glad we started off the show with them we have number seven six and five coming up for you guys and we're gonna get right back into it only here on the weekly gems countdown a 90.5 kcsu for collins enjoy still listening to the weekly gems countdown the station's one and only show playing the top 10 songs on the kcsu charts you just heard our number five song that was south side by brock hampton off the 2022 album the family brock hampton is a boy band that originated in texas but soon moved to south la the beginning of their career with over 10 members in the group it reminisces odd future a very popular hip-hop hip-hop collective that was Brockhampton's inspiration the group has been making music since 2015 but earlier this year announced that the family would be their last album as a group uh Kevin Abstract frontman um, then announced that there would be a follow-up album released the same day as the family titled TM Unlike the family, TM had songs with the whole group, not just Abstract. Southside is the eighth track off the first last album and had West Coast mixtape vibes with Abstract talking about what it was like to live with the band in Southside LA before they found fame. It's interesting how he lied. <laughs> He's like, this is my last album, or this is our last know. album, and then let me release another one the and same day. It was so weird, too, because I first listened to the family, like, it was it like released like at 6 a.m. Yeah. on the Friday, which is weird. Yeah, and I, feel I was like, like it's usually what? released like midnight, right? So like, it's like Thursday night to Friday morning midnight. Yeah, so it was very like new, and I was like, what? So I listened to it, and then it was only Kevin Abstract, and I was like, wait, what? And then at like 3 p.m., he was like, here's another album. It was really strange. Yeah, TM was really great. I, I respect the hustle. Like, I'm yeah, not gonna lie. exactly. And people said it was like to get out of a uh, contract. Oh. You know how, like, Frank Ocean did that? Yeah, for sure. He, like, just... They a lot of artists do that. They just put a, a random album yeah. to get out of the contract, and then they make that last album so they get all the money, hmm. like a little filler album. That like makes sense. It's sad to me that that has to happen, and that music has been so like commercialized. Oh, one hundred percent. But we always like a good finesse. No, we always <laughs> like a good finesse. Yeah. Uh, at number six, we had Inside Voice by Daisy off the twenty twenty two album Out of Body. Daisy is an artist with much mystery surrounding them, wanting to just be known for their music they don't share any personal information online to find inside voice is the 11th track off the album and is heavy in the acoustic guitar with a nice bridge and hook to make it get stuck in your head so true i could not find anything about daisy (laughs) or 
Stasi? I don't. Well, you don't know because there's yeah. no information. So that was a very interesting find, and I'm glad they made the charts. I'm hoping we can see them soon and maybe learn a little bit more about them. Yeah, for sure. Um, and at number seven, we had some Deftones, Pink Maggot, off of the 2000 album White Pony. And Deftones is one of the most recognizable names in alternative rock from the early 2000s. They recently reissued their album White Pony with a re-release in late 2020 for their 20th anniversary. And Pink Maggot is the 12th track off the album with lead vocalist Chino Moreno explaining that the song was about the first day at school. But these lyrics hint that they there might be something else in them um, or more to that. For sure. It was a seven minute song, which Deftones slay yeah for sure <laughs> um all right we're gonna get back to the music we have number four three and two coming for you we'll be back to break it down only here on the weekly gems countdown on 90.5 kcsu fort collins enjoy listening to the weekly gems countdown the station's one and only show playing the top 10 songs on the kcsu chart you just heard our number two song that was american teenager by ethel kane off the 2022 album preacher's daughter i heard this so much this week did you hear it a lot no yeah i heard it every time i was in the station i was like <laughs> okay <laughs> some ethel kane love um but ethel kane is an alternative rock pop singer from florida who is most known for songs that reflect the feeling of feelings on religion kane's lyrics focus on nostalgic and southern gothic themes such as poverty substance abuse domestic violence death and transgenerational trauma that was a big word for me to say today yeah uh, Preacher's Daughter is a concept album centered around the character Ethel Kane, who runs away from home only to meet a gruesome end at the hands of a psychopath, according to Kane. Oh, slay. <laughs> literally. <laughs> no, literally. I love a good concept album like that. That was yeah, fun. It's um, very camp. Yeah, it's very. You would not expect it out, out of this song. No, you know? absolutely not. Um, but American Teenager was the third and final single, singer, <laughs> single off the debut album. Um, growing up, I was surrounded by visions of NASCAR, rock and roll, and being the only one who would change everything, Kane said in a statement. They make you think that it's all achievable and that if nothing else, you should at least die trying. What they don't tell you is that you need your neighbor more than your country needs you. I wrote the song as an expression of my frustration with all the things the American teenager is supposed to be, but never had any real chance of becoming. Wow. Oh. That's really cool. <laughs> Do you know that was on Obama's like top songs? No, I saw that and I was like, Obama like has a really good music taste, actually. <laughs> no, it's like why? So is it Obama? Do you think, or is it like Obama's PR people? I really think like it is his PR people because it's so deep cut. Like, do you think? Like, imagine him s- listening to Ethel Kane. No, like, but I, I kind of can though. No, I, I feel can. like he would. <laughs> like, I can, but I'm just like every every year. It is such deep cut songs yeah. and like good songs that the people that are like wait you listen to that like he's just like yeah it feels like he's for the people sometimes when he posts that like song list so i'm <laughs> no, like i'm like okay i think the pr is always like maybe i'll add ethel kane just like, <laughs> he said he'd listen to that song one time you know yeah i want to believe i look like santa think claus his daughters are cool <laughs> oh so like i think they like i hook, know he, hook their dad up. he puts it on yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um anyway yeah for sure <laughs> uh number three we had suki waterhouse with eight spins of joanna off the 2022 ep milk teeth she is an actress and new singer from london with a debut album coming out early 2022 so that already came out um waterhouse catalogs the most intimate 
formative and significant moments in her life through songs. Milk Teeth was an EP <laughs> that came out in late 2022 that was a collection of her most popular singles with two new ones. Joanna was originally released in 2019 and follows a mysterious person who we all want to know. Joanna. I definitely meant to say in that article, like, came out in early. Not. Yeah. It's out. It's out. It's there. It's called I Can't Let Go or something like that. Um, I love Sookie. She has a very, like, unique voice. And, yeah, for sure. I'm really disappointed because the day her concert was, I was supposed to go, but then we had a snow day, and so the oh, roads were boo. really bad. Yeah, and I didn't want to drive to Denver. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a real disappointment, but Slay Sookie. Oh, she's also going to be in the new... Have you read Daisy Jones and the Six? Oh, no, I didn't read it, but I know people are like... I'm so excited it's a great book they're turning into a tv series and she's gonna be in it and they're coming out with like a soundtrack and everything isn't it based off of fleetwood mac yeah it's like fleetwood mac well not like based off of but it's like a band getting together in the 70s and there's like love and drama like fleetwood Um, mac yeah (laughs) like fleetwood mac it's like fleetwood mac and if uh like almost famous had a child oh yeah those are like two of my favorite things no exactly so it's gonna be really good and i'm excited to get sookies in it so yeah it's gonna be interesting dope and number four we had cherub by coco and claire claire off of the 2022 album sexy uh, <laughs> i wanted to say it like that coco and claire claire are a duo from atlanta who according to hometown talent are pioneers of demon glam rock they're unapologetic and unmistakably unmistakably <laughs> hip-hop influenced sound breeze new life into the lo-fi bedroom pop genre the duo's debut album, Sexy, is self-released and has critics going crazy. Cherub is the opening track of the album, with Pitchfork describing it as the pop song whose lyrics you mutter to yourself as you prepare for a party, as opposed to the one you scream along when you get there. For sure. And I think that's a, a very interesting way to like describe a track. Um, no, yeah, but like... It's I get it. Like it, there definitely is a place for that, and I appreciate. No, them there for really doing is, that. and I just haven't heard anyone describe it like that. So no, I'm finally yeah. glad someone put it to words how I was feeling. Yeah, about no, songs. they're mad self-aware. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we have our number one song for you, and then we'll be back to discuss it. I hope you enjoy. You're listening to the Weekly Gems Countdown only here on ninety point five KCC Four Collins. was our number one song of the week that was 1994 by cave town off the 2022 album worm food and cave town real name robin skinner has emerged as one of the pre what does that word say preeminent preeminent you got it i'm crushed. sorry we no, guys no, you we crushed. just no because listen let me explain we just took a picture for our instagram from we did. Uh, with our lovely promotions director but the flash was on yeah so, like, my eyes I, are yeah. kind of like there's a bright light yeah, now them. we have those like weird orbs so i'm trying to read this uh stick with me though uh preeminent voices in the diy bedroom pop scene and with more than 1 billion global streams to date including nearly 8 million monthly spotify listeners and over 2 million youtube subscribers 1994 is the fifth track off the album we see them attempting to make peace with their younger self through a journey of self-worth resentment and self-love in an interview with warner records about the album cave town notes the song is about trying to allow yourself the same compassion and forgiveness forgiveness you'd have for a little kid if they'd make some kind of mistake instead of beating yourself over it okay that's cute i really appreciate that that's like self-love healing right i do really love that so it was a great way to end it and i love cave town and i want to thank you for tuning in we're your host brigie smalls and dj lunsar tune in next monday at noon to see who we'll be talking about on the top of the charts only here at kc 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins.
Peace and love. Peace and love. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Bye, guys. This has been the Weekly Gems Countdown highlights for the week of January 23rd. To listen to the full show, tune in Mondays at noon at 90.5 FM or kcsufm.com. To listen to all KCSU podcasts as well as live on-air content on our mobile app, search KCSUFM on the App Store. To follow along with the Weekly Gems Countdown and check out this week's chart, visit our web article on kcsufm.com posted every Sunday night. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, listen to all of our podcasts on Spotify, and remember that it's because of you, dear listener, we can keep college radio alive. KCSU comes from Crazy Carl's. With two locations on West Campus and South on Timberline, you can call in to beat the clock with specials every Monday and Thursday. Every evening after 5 p.m., the time you call is the price you pay for a one-topping large pizza. That's right. The time you call in is the price you pay. More information on drink specials, pay-per-view sports, and weekly specials can be found at crazycarlspizza.com. In environmental news, Warmer temperatures are making logging conditions harder in Vermont, according to NPR. Loggers are not able to operate equipment at this time because of the temperatures in the area and how they are rising above freezing. When this happens, they are not able to operate equipment without damaging the soil, according to Henry Eep, a reporter for an NPR station in Vermont. According to the Vermont government website, the state's average annual temperature has increased by about 2 degrees Fahrenheit since 1990. Their website says warmer winters and wetter summers already limit active forest management by shortening the amount of time frames that the forest operations can take place. These negative climate impacts are projected to strengthen in the future, potentially leading to negative effects on rural economic forest product market and management for forest health and the climate. End quote. These warming temperatures are affecting the logger season and what trees are growing in the area which will affect the surrounding community and others they support. In other environmental news, dolphins are now cruising along the Bronx River in New York for the first time in five years. Dolphins are now cruising along the Bronx River in New York for the first time in five years. According to CNN, the New York City Department of Parks and Recreation wrote, quote, This is great news. It shows that decades-long effort to restore the river as a healthy habitat is working. We believe these dolphins naturally found their way into the river in search of fish, end quote. 
The river was greatly polluted in the 19th and 20th century, especially by industrial waste fertilizers, which contained nitrogen and phosphorus. The river was also polluted with PSBs and oil. The pollutants have greatly affected the wildlife that are native to the area, like oysters and fish, but is in the process of being restored according to the American Museum of Natural History, and the return of wildlife like dolphins is promising. And here's a good piece of environmental news for you today. A village in India has become the first in the world to run entirely on solar energy, according to Euronews. India is the world's third largest polluter next to the United States and China. They currently aim to have renewable energy make up half of their energy supply by 2023. And this is going to be a big step in getting them towards that goal. I'm Kira McKinley, and that is all for your environmental news. Up next, hear about how Walmart has raised its minimum wage. This and more in National News with me after the break. 5,500 people tune into KCSU every week. Do you want them to hear you? Integrating into the Northern Colorado music scene can be difficult, and KCSU is here to make your life easier. Whether you're a nationally touring or local band, KCSU invites you to submit your music to KCSU's digital submission form. Find the form at kcsufm.com. National news. After the January 6th insurrection, Donald Trump, who played a key role in the insurrection, faced numerous forms of backlash and consequences, one of which resulted in a ban from Facebook and Twitter. But since the company has been under new ownership by Elon Musk, things have changed. As of yesterday, Donald Trump has officially been allowed back on the apps. This is raising concerns due to his influence in the January 6th insurrection and his tendency to spread controversial content, but also proposes questions about one's ability to have free speech as well. According to NPR, Nick Cleggy, the president of global affairs for Meta, has said, quote, Trump poses a serious risk to public safety. He then goes on to say, the public should be able to hear what their politicians are saying, the good, the bad, and the ugly, so they can make informed choices at the ballot box. But that doesn't mean there are no limits to what people can say on our platforms. End quote. America's largest employer, Walmart, is raising its minimum wage to $14 an hour. Originally, their minimum wage was $12 an hour, according to CNN. The federal minimum wage is sitting at $7.25 per hour and hasn't changed since 2009, according to Paycor. Out of Walmart's 1.7 million workers, 94% of those workers are hourly paid. Some of Walmart's competitors, like Amazon and Target, have a minimum wage of $15 an hour, while Costco has a minimum wage of $17 an hour. This is all according to CNN. In other national news, multiple classified items were found at former Vice President Mike Pence's Indiana home last week, according to CNN. A lawyer found the documents at Pence's home, and there is now an investigation into how those documents got there. Justin Rowland, the creator of Rick and Morty, has been awaiting trial for domestic abuse charges since 2020. 
CNN has said, quote, he was released after posting a $50,000 bond and two months later pleaded not guilty to one felony court of domestic corporal injury and one court of false imprisonment by mense fraud, violence, or deceit. Record show, end quote. In other national news, the doomsday clock hit 90 seconds from midnight, which is the closest it has ever been. The Washington Post said, quote, The Bulletin of the Atomic Scientists say it's been using the clock for more than seven decades to convey the level of risk from threats from nuclear weapons to climate change, end quote. The scientists who run this clock claim that this increase is greatly due to the war that is going on in Ukraine, which is deepening Europe's dependency on fossil fuels, which in turn will affect climate change. And that is all for your national news. Now on to your CSU sports updates with Eliza Drotar. My name is Eliza Drotar. This is your RMR Sports Report. In women's basketball, the team lost to UNLV in Fort Collins 58-63 on January 21st. In men's basketball news, the team is now 10 and 11 overall, and they had their most recent game on the 21st as well, a loss to Wyoming by 1.57 to 58. In women's softball news, the team is getting ready to start at the New Mexico State Invitational February 10th, where they'll be facing off against Bradley and New Mexico State multiple times during that weekend. In track and field news, the team will be going to the Colorado Invitational this Friday in Boulder, along with the Mountain Lion Open in Colorado Springs. Women's tennis will be starting off their part of the 2022-2023 season, facing off against University of Denver, MSU Denver, this Saturday. And finally, in women's swimming dive, the team went to the Air Force Invitational and got first and second place in the two-day events. Congratulations, girls. Well done. They will be facing off against Northern Colorado in Greeley on Friday. My name is Eliza Drotar. This has been your RMR Sports Report. Portia Cook with your Fort Collins weather forecast for today, Thursday, January 26th. Today was cold and partly sunny with a high of 36 degrees. Tonight, you can expect temps to drop to a low of 23 degrees. Friday, expect cloudy skies and snow showers with highs topping 38. Moving into the weekend, you can expect snow on both Saturday and Sunday. Saturday brings us a 60% chance of snow with a high of 27 and low to moderate winds. Sunday continues with those snow showers at 50% with a snow accumulation of less than one inch. And for next week's weather, you can tune in for the next episode of the Rocky Mountain Review only on 90.5 KCSU Fort Collins. I am Portia Cook with your KCSU Weather Report. Information comes from the Weather Channel. And that's all for today. We just wanted to thank Damien Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now. We'd like to thank our guests today, as well as the rest of the staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you. And I'd like to thank you, Portia. And I'd like to thank you, Kira. And finally, we couldn't do this without you. Dear listener, thank you. If you missed any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on kcsufm.com under news or podcast. You can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcast by searching KCSU News. And with that, we'll see you next time.